rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Yo. What's happening? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. Now my mic is screwed up. All right. Listen, guys. What's up? I hope you can hear me. I am Tara Devlin, the founder of the delightful website known as Republican Dirty Tricks, updated for the new millennium as RDT Daily. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. I feel like my mic isn't good enough. All right. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, or GDPR Revolution 99. If you haven't checked it out yet, please go there now and book, bookmark it. It's another great liberal radio station that you can hang out in and, you know, meet people just like people meet here every Saturday evening. The same people, a lot of the same people. We hope to grow and become a more popular show. We, me, me, myself, and I. The three, the three we's. Me, myself, and I. Um, what else? Please become a patron. I'm, I am really pushing the patron, but I ain't getting really young. I, I'm in a pissy mood, all right? I just got to get that out of the way. I, who am I, who am I kidding? I, I always think, what am I going to say? Because I don't, I really am in a really vile, angry mood. I'm uh, had a crappy week, and and we live in this fascist America, and it sucks watching the decline of this country and and having to share the same air with a bunch of morons. It's it's getting it's getting to be a lot, right? And I wonder if it's going to end. I guess everything ends. That's the only thing we know for sure. Everything will end. Like when Trump had his birthday the other day. I was like, well, one good news. He's another day closer to finally stepping off this mortal coil and ceasing to inflict his, his sociopathy on this poor, sad civilization, this earth that he, that he just latches onto like a friggin' lamprey. To suck the life, the joy, the goodness, the any anything of decency right out of anything that he puts his filthy, disgusting, greed-centered fingers around, tiny fingers. So, but I mean, uh, what what happened? So uh, we'll get to everything in the world. It sucks. It doesn't. It suck living in the decline of what. I'm sure you agree with me. At one time, we, as a child, I'll, I'll just say, I, I believed we were uh, the good guys. That's what I, I, I was very proud of that as a little kid. I thought, oh, we're, the, we're on the good side. Not that I knew all of the, our history. Obviously, we're, uh, I didn't know about our racist-ass history that this, this country is founded in racism and genocide, all right, like a lot of countries. And the other, the, the worst part of that is that we are, not we, not us, not the ones who are watching this show or, because we wouldn't be listening to the show or watching it. But the, those who can't face 
the reality of what we are. They, they're the ones holding us back because we do need some kind of reconciliation about the, our history. But the fact is we live with a bunch of racists who don't ever want to, uh, they don't want to acknowledge it. So we will continue to remain sick if we allow them to steer this, this ship of state. And they, they need to, they, they are holding on to power by any means necessary, by hook or by crook or whatever. But Russian interference, bring it on. Who cares? What do they care? They're just right out in the open with it. We had alternative facts. Now we have alternative laws. Laws are for the other people, not for, not for Twitler and his friends. They have, there's a whole set of laws for them. They don't have laws. There's no laws. Corruption is the feature, not the bug of this administration. And it also requires a lot, it re re requires complicity of the morons who they want, to, they, they want them to remain racist. That's why we Republicans will never call for any of their followers to to confront their bigotries. They, they want them to nurse those bigotries, like little babies sucking on their little binkies, holding their security blanket of hate because they lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. And my stupid mic is not working. It's, it should be tighter than this, you know? Did you hate when, you, when your shit ain't tight? I'm talking about the arm of this, this, uh, I, I probably need a new one, of this microphone. It's a little droopy. This is what happens uh, over time. We're all, we're all subject to the, the merciless machinations of time. Oh, all right, I'm in a pissy mood. Yes, and what else? Um, please, here, here's the other thing. Okay, I got annoyed. I'll just get into it. I don't even care. You know, I call this show, um... Therapy for the resistance. This is really my therapy. So I appreciate you all being my therapists. Because I, I, I have a therapist that I pay. I should probably just go do the show. <laughs> Instead of, uh, I'll just call you guys. But, yeah. Anyway, it, it really is. We, we stick together, we win. That's, that's the motto. But I say that because I want to remind myself, too. But I don't, well, I don't really need to be reminded, to tell you the truth. Because I understand that. What is the most frustrating thing is that... We live in a country whose motto is e pluribus unum, out of many one, but it is divided be almost beyond repair in, 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 in many days, I feel that way. It, it's going to remain that way because of we have allowed the corruption to seep into the body politic and we are completely sick and, uh, and lacking the, 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 not just ability, we're lacking the, the desire to do anything about it. But I know that a lot of people, want, we want to do something about it. But enough, um, I don't know how many times we can take to the streets without looking like, you know, we're just having a little tantrum. Like when a, you see a two-year-old having a tantrum in the Kmart and the mother is just like rolling her eyes, just let, it, let him get it out of his system, whatever. That's what I, what I see when I hear about another march or another rally in the streets. What are we doing with that? It's great to get together and have a march. I guess it's good to meet people that way or stay or be motivated. Hey, I'm not in this alone. 
but we have to translate that or transform that energy into actual action. And it's not enough. It's not enough to say, oh, I'm going to hold uh, Trump accountable. This is what, what is, this is what Nancy Pelosi says. She gets in for, on the, uh, whatever, she, when she does her briefing, we're going to hold Trump accountable. You're not holding him accountable. Well, how are you holding him accountable if you're not impeaching his ass? He's a criminal. He's a, he, his entire uh, administration is infested with criminals, and all the while, while they are committing their crimes, and up to and including treason, colluding with foreign dictators, forget Norway. He says, oh, uh, what if Norway comes to me with some information? Norway doesn't, Norway is too busy being happy and having a functioning democracy. Not, not like this country. They're, they don't want, they're not coming to you because you're on the side of the authoritarians. There's no longer, in fact, they, uh, the other European countries are now lumping the United States in with the authoritarian actors, Russia and, you know, Turkey, all these other places that Trump loves. He loves, and, oh, hey, his, his buddy, Kim Jong-un, this disgusting little tiny pudgy um, monster who murders his own people, who murders any, anybody who wants to take a poster off the wall. That's Trump's pal, right? Or what about the Saudis who murder our, our fourth estate? They literally dismember it. And there's nothing. No, well, hey, no harm, no foul, man. Hey, we got money. We got deals to be made. Deals, making deals here. That's all we are. There's no, the moral bankruptcy is, is that's what probably is making me so sick. Because we're, we're, what happened to us? Aren't we the good guys? This is, I remember reading stories about my, my I mean, first of all, my father was a, was a World War II enthusiast, a buff of history. And all right, let me move this mic. Hopefully that worked. And uh, I, so I learned a little bit about it as I was growing up. And I obviously I learned about the Holocaust and all that. But I also one of the things that I remember reading was that, and at the end of the war, when it was it was obvi obvious and evident to the Germans that they had lost that the the German soldiers, even though the the government itself, the the leadership wasn't. Uh, they weren't calling for a surrender, but the soldiers, uh, the, the, those who didn't want to die, um, who were done, w were tripping over themselves to, to surrender to the Americans, not to the Russians. They, were, they fled. To, to, they didn't want to end up in a gulag. They wanted to be treated like human beings. And a lot of the the soul, in fact, my father lived in, in New Jersey, and he said when he was little, he was too young for World War II. So he was a boy at the time, and there was a prisoner of war camp near his, wherever he lived, and he and his brothers would ride their bikes, and, they were, and the, to go past to see where they were holding these prisoners. And they were outside playing baseball. And, you know, that's how, that's the advertisement for the, this thing that we do, this thing of ours, 
called the grand experiment in liberal democracy. This it was how we treat other people is the, our calling card. It says who we are. And that's, it's something to be proud of. It is, it is the mark of strength that we don't stoop to the level of the most vile dictators on earth. I mean, at least we didn't at the time. And in fact, as we know, during the Bush years, when they were torturing prisoners, that the uh, that former intelligence officers from the World War II era were cautioning and, and warning and writing articles and saying that we got more intel out of our enemies by sitting down and playing chess with them than we did, than we would ever get torturing them. And they never tortured them. And this is why the, the Germans wanted to, um, you know, surrender to us because we had standards. We were human beings. And that was why a lot of these people wanted to stay in the United States and become productive members of this society. <sighs> this goddamn... Anyway. What the hell is playing? All right, hold on. Two seconds. Bump. There's a... Some music is playing in my headphones. Unbelievable. It's pro I don't know if you can hear it. If you can hear that, let me know. But I'm sure it's some ad on one of the windows that I have open. One of the 50 windows. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. What the hell? I hate when they do that. Hold on. One, two, three. I'm, I have to shut these windows now. I don't even know which one it is. Fucking shit. Oh, my God. Help me. Okay. I just shut, like, 50 windows now. Now I'm going to be struggling for the all the articles. But I didn't know which, which one was playing the stupid ad that was, like, blasting in my ears. So, anyway. All right. I'm annoyed. All right. Let me just say a couple of things. I guess, um... My name is Tara Devlin, whatever, you know that. Please follow me on Twitter and all that other crap. And do me a favor, become a patron. I am so sick of saying that. Nobody listens anyway, so. I mean, that, sounds, that sounded very victim, victimitis. I'm not, I'm not a victim. I'm not, that, that's not the impression I want to give anybody, so. That sounded like, poor me. I hate that, that's the worst. But anyway, maybe it came out. Maybe I may have that in me a little bit. I guess I'm feeling a little bit sorry for myself, in a sense, because, okay, I'll just tell you what happened before, you know, because I'm beating around the bush, something that really irritated me, and I was yelling on the phone yesterday with Poppy, who is a regular contributor, Poppy Champlin. She's not here tonight because she's, she's going to be on a flight, a fl flight, a float in the Gay Pride Parade in, in Rhode Island. So that should be fun. They're having it at night, so I wish I was there. Having a, a life instead of living, you know, this nightmare. <laughs> no, I know. Whatever. I wish. Whatever. I wish you'd stop wishing. Please, get on with the show. So, but um, let's see. I, so one of the things uh, that really irritated me. Okay, first of all, the other thing. I have to, the show, the show. I like the show. I want the show to grow. I want to, I work on the show. I try to make it a good show. People, they give me good feedback. I enjoy that. Thank you. 
please give the show a review on iTunes and all that stuff and become a patron because, like, I'm trying to do this thing. And I'm because it's not just for me. Like, hey, I love what I, I enjoy doing it, but I also believe in it. I believe we need um, to have more liberal media. It's part of how we win. This is how we win. We stick together. We win. We use these platforms. We get together. We we aggregate our mes- message. We get the message out. So we don't have. We're not living in a in a society of dupes who are glued to Fox News, being fed lies, that the lies of Trump and and the propaganda that they want these idiots to keep keep you know feeding these the 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 stories the lies that that come out of Trump's mouth that i mean it's shocking that um that we we basically have a bunch of people that get constant misinformation so this is why we do what we do so hopefully i'm not saying that any right wingers is going around looking for this show but you never know whatever but anyway, so I, one of the things that happened, I was asking, so we have this community of liberal broadcasters, and I'm not going to name names, but I basically asked for, maybe you'll figure it out with, uh, when I tell the story, but I'm not going to say who or what. But I asked this particular person, or no, I didn't ask the person, I asked representatives of this, we were on the same networks and other venues, and I asked, hey, can you include this show in your little, um, on your website, or let's say, okay? And uh, basically, my, the message was, um, yeah, you're not, you're not popular enough. So you're not big enough to be included. Like, so even though there are other shows in, included that aren't popular, you know, they're just pals, right? But it really really bothered me, okay? Not just because it's it's annoying, um, but because I was like, it, first of all, if the shoe was on the other foot, of course we help each other. I If I called up Mike Malloy tonight and said, can I be on your show on Monday? He'd be like, yes, this is what we do because we are battling we're up against the machine. We're in this together. And to find that on our so-called side of the aisle is really um, disappointing. And I was like, this is why, this, no wonder, no wonder we can't get ahead. Uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the show would be popular, more popular, if um, we, ha- we helped each other, right? Wouldn't it be if we both, like, you know, helped each other, push each other? And uh, and it made me think of uh, Roseanne, okay? You know, Roseanne Barr. I guess she's calling herself that now. And she, she's nuts. She went off the rails or whatever. But the fact is, Roseanne, now you guys know I used to do a show with my friend Sherry Sutton, who is a comedian. And she had a very funny set, her comedy set, that was on YouTube. Roseanne happened to f- stumble or somebody turned her on to Sherry's clip on YouTube. Roseanne called my friend had no no followers on Twitter, no no big Instagram or whatever. My she Roseanne's people called Sherry and said Roseanne would like to put you on her radio show. And 
you know, out of the blue, like just trying to help a, a up and coming comedian. And then she said, you know what else? You can, you can open for me when I open here in New York City. So this is, this is what I'm saying. So that's what the right wingers do. Okay. We, we, we criticize them and that's what they do. You know what I mean? So what's wrong with us? We're supposed to be the ones that are, you know, trying to make the world a better place. And how do you do that? I mean, I wasn't asking for money. I was just asking for a little bit of help to just some, hey, maybe I'll turn on to a different audience. There's other people. Help aggregate the, you know, elevate this damn thing that we're doing. I mean, we're, I thought, on the same team. Anyway, whatever. It just really bothered me. Because then I was like, this is why we're not going to win. This is what we, what is wrong with us? We can't even, you know, if we're, how are we supposed to help each other? We, if we're, we can't even help each other. So I was just really feeling down. And then I got a, an email from, I'm doing this event called The Mines, New Jersey. Let me, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Let me get the damn thing straight before I talk about it. I, uh, let's see, and you could all probably all figure out who the hell I'm talking about with this other story, and it pissed me off, and I was on the phone with Poppy last night, like, basically, Poppy Champlin, who, who also is, knows this person rather intimately, okay, you do what you will with that info, but um, I was really in a mood. And anyway, but she's not able to be here tonight, Poppy, who's an amazing comedian, who's been on, um, you know, she's got a lot of uh, credits under her belt. She has a logo special. She's got, uh, she was on Oprah. I mean, so, you know, we got some cred going on over here. But whatever. People suck. That's all. That's the bottom line. They do. If we don't, and that's why I believe in general in our, what we're doing. Like, I believe in this. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it because it's like raking in the dough. If I wanted to rake in the dough, I'd be a right winger. I'd immediately we'd find backing, no problem. And they would all I'd be all over Breitbart and Fox News in an instant. You know it. Not that I'm like one of their pretty blondes. I mean, maybe 20 years ago. I don't know, but whatever. So um, okay, so I in in August. On August 31st, I am, I think that's Memorial Day or uh, Labor Day. I can't remember. Yeah, Labor Day. Um, I am going to be part of this thing called Mines, New Jersey slash Philadelphia, Ending Racism, Violence, and Authoritarianism. And it's a, an event about uh, getting people together to talk uh, from different political persuasions. So if you go to irl.minds.com there's you'll it's all about it you'll see all about it and there's and if you use the code tarabuster you can get 15% off tickets and so anyway i hope that's a good i said 10% on the site but they they upped it to 15 so uh yeah and you can go on my twitter page and it's also it's pinned to the top at Real Tara Devlin. But anyway, so what happened was I got an email from them saying, oh, you're, you're the only one who hasn't sold any tickets for this thing. First of all, I mean, they're not that cheap, to tell you the truth. It's like $75. So um, we're liberals, all right? 
we don't have the Mercer family. And so I just felt like a big failure all week, getting all these, these notices of how I've been failing. And here I am doing my shitty unpopular show. Not, I mean, it's not, it is popular to a point, I guess, but I'm not, you know, whatever. It would be more popular if we had help. You know what I mean? That's the point. So it's sort of like that catch-22. Anyway, whatever. I call, I, what can you do? <laughs> uh, the other, I'm reading somebody, Justice Garland's tweet. I got mixed feelings on Tara being in a pissy mood. One part of me loves the rants and the other part wants her to be happy. I do want to be happy. I'm sorry. I know. I'm very conflicted myself because why do I want to do? Who the hell wants to listen to this crap? I mean, really. <laughs> Just never give up. Never get. That's the motto. Never give up. Even though you're in a pissy mood. Just do it anyway. That's what I always say. Do it anyway. Uh. Let's see. If you find talk so much rap, unite, get more than 13 people watching. This is somebody who I guess it doesn't like. This is on, on RDT Daily on the Facebook feed. How many are family? 12? Well, Vinny Vincent, we are on multiple channels. So you're only watching on one little channel, my, my, my dumbass friend. Um, and, in fact, by the time we get the numbers, so by the time... After the show, when I look at the numbers and all of the different channels, including Twitch and YouTube and the various channels that we're on on Facebook, it's about 1,500 to 2,000 people watching the show live. So tell me, Vinny Vincent, if you could ever get 2,000 people watch you take a dump in the middle of Fifth Avenue, I doubt it. Maybe. You might. Well, I would like to film that. We might get some we might get some viral hits. But this is what I'm talking about. So put your this is get your ass on the you put your ass on the line, Vinny Vincent, you you whiny little Right? It's like it's that it's that old um that who is that? Uh the Teddy Roosevelt quote about that's what Vinny Vincent is reminding me of. Uh about the critic. I'm going to read it. Hold on. Talk amongst... Vinnie Vincent can entertain you for a minute. Because he's very... He's very interesting. He can't even spell. I don't know what the hell he's saying. He must be a Trump and Z, honestly. If you find talk so much rap, you night, N-I-G-H-T, get more than 13 people watching. How many are family? 12? I mean, scintillating, Vinny. Scintillating. Let's see. Uh, it is not the critic who counts, Vinny. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man or woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, 
and who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory or defeat. So, kiss my ass, Vinny. That's what I think about when people criticize, you know, oh, you got 12 people. You know what? Kiss my white Irish ass. And let's, exactly, you can't fail if you don't try. Let us, let me take this anger where it really belongs. Um, I do have anger. I have anger issues. But I, it's sadness. I've learned through my therapy, because I've been in therapy many years. And it has helped. But I've learned in therapy that you could, it's not about words. It's really about actions. I understand that. So you can think and feel however you want, but it is about what you do. So it is, we are what we repeatedly do, and it doesn't matter how we feel, it's long as we do it anyway. So I always say I did this anyway. Like I got clean anyway, you know, when I was using drugs. I wanted to continue to destroy myself, but I, even, and even though everything was in my system was telling me to continue down this self-destructive path, because it had been so ingrained, I got clean anyway, with help, with the help of other people, and so, you know what I mean, sometimes you just, even though you're feeling one way, well, not just you, I shouldn't say you, I say me, I should personalize it, but I, uh, you do it anyway. I, I just did it again. I said you. Okay, whatever. And, all right, whatever. Uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we are going to fight these fascist bastards anyway. It feels overwhelming, but we're going to continue to fight them anyway. And if we lose, we are going to get up and we're going to keep fighting anyway. Okay? So... As even when we are defeated, even when they rig and gerrymander and lie and cheat and steal their way until, until we finally get this thing back, if, as if we've ever had it. I don't think we've ever really ever actualized the promises of our founding documents in the least, right? Never. We've always been aspirational. But the, the thing about this, our, what we're doing, this thing of ours, is it is, it's, it's beautiful when we really, when it comes down to it. We've never, I mean, even the, the people who wrote All Men Are Created Equal, and they meant all men, they, and while holding slaves, they were, they were unabashed hypocrites, obviously, but that, I don't really think, honestly, they considered themselves hypocrites. They just, that was the world they lived in. It was just natural. So, but we all, they, they still wrote those, those words that we know in every, in, in our hearts, in the human condition. It is true. Every human being has value. We all have different abilities. We all have different uh, loves and wants and interests. But we all, whether, whether you sweep the floors or you're a CEO, you have value, equal value. And we are in this together. We all make this thing run. And when it runs, when we are respecting that and trying to live up 
to our higher ideals, that's when we could do great things together. And I really believe, like, with uh, the Republican Party, this is why I know when I'm feeling optimistic, when I know in um, my heart I know that they will lose eventually. And they know that, too. That's why they're so tiny and fearful and willing to do anything and say anything to keep their power because they know they are on the wrong side of humanity. They're on the wrong side of history. They, Republicans, let's just put it this way, not Republicans, conservatives, because then I'll, I'll get a Republican saying, well, Republicans freed the slaves. Democrats were, the, they had slaves. And, you know, okay, we understand that. it's conservatism. A conservative by any name stinks. That's what it is. It's, con- it's always been the battle between conservatism and progressivism. Are we going to move forward or are we going to regress? And obviously, I mean, look at what's been going on. And since Twitler s- squatted in the White House with the help of Russian oligarchs, despite receiving fewer votes, we, he's been regressing us. And they've been calling it victory. You know, they're, they're, they're safe and comfy. That's why Republicans will, we will always have to fight this 30% of authoritarians who want their big daddy to save them from the scary world of others who don't know their place. That's what it's about. They have, they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. They really do. So they have to be pulled along, like, like they had to be pulled along in the uh, in the revolution, like they had to be pulled along in when they rebelled, when they took up arms against this country, because they wanted to hold human beings in bondage. They don't. I mean, this is it. They they always have to be dragged, kicking and screaming. We always have to fight them again and again, and but we uh, we will win. Uh, and we are winning. And we're, but even when we win, we have to, we're going to have to fight the same battle again and again and again. And we can never be com- uh, complacent at all because that's when they take advantage. And I think we get, I don't know, we get to, we don't get, I don't know. I was going to say um, we get lazy in a lot of ways, you can't help. It's not about lazy. In a lot of ways, they, we are so overworked and overwhelmed that it's hard to keep up. But, and that's how they whittle away slowly. But ultimately, we, we, are, we know what's right and wrong in our hearts. We know that it's wrong to put human beings in cages and separate children from their parents and traumatize them. And I'm hearing more and more reports about what's going on in the border, at the border, that Trump has created. He's, he's made it worse. That's, that is what Republicans do. Everything they touch, they make it worse. They never make it better. When do, can somebody please give me a, an example when a Republican, when a conservative, okay, because they'll say they freed the slaves. That's about it. They got to go back to 1865 to tell us, oh, uh, you know, Lincoln freed the slaves. If Lincoln came back today, the, he would be appalled. He'd be a Democrat, honestly. That's it. 
because the the Republican Party of the 1800s was created as an as the antidote to the entrenched corrupt Democratic Party of its day. So, you know, and it was a progressive party. I'm sorry, this fucking Nike keeps slipping. So, but if he came back, please, if Reagan came back, if Nixon came back, they would, they would drum him out. He would, be, he would be a Democrat. I mean, corruption, of course, and all. And, and Republicans, they, they, it's, they follow the fascist playbook. Everything is, is they, and, and because they are emotionally crippled, and unable to function in a free democratic society, diverse democratic society. They, they always, they, they are masters of psychological projection. It's always like, you, you do, they, they will, before you can get to uh, criticize them for exactly what they're doing, they'll, they accuse you of doing it, they're, of, of the exact crimes that they're doing. Or they'll, they, this, the, the fascist playbook, they, well, it's a Putin, it's a really standard Putin trick, the whataboutism. What about, how many times we got to hear about Clinton and her emails? What about Clinton's, uh, what, what did she do? What about her, how, Benghazi, Benghazi? Actually, I'm looking for this now. Because, <laughs> well, as we know, this week, Trump went on, uh, well, he was interviewed with Stephanopoulos. Am I saying that right? Stephanopoulos. Yes, Stephanopoulos. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and he admitted that he's a, he's a freaking traitor. I, I, what's it going to take, Pelosi? What's he got to do? I mean, if it's up to, uh, if he's not going to be, uh, if none of his followers will, will abandon him, even if he shoots somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue, what about us? What, this is enabling this is that's what the democratic leadership is doing. They are enabling this criminal crime family, this treasonous crime family to they to continue with his crimes and thumbing his nose at the laws of this country. And like I said earlier, it's not just alternative facts anymore. We got alternative laws. And he they just violating the subpoenas, ignoring the subpoenas is enough how what what is it going to take you the, the for the democratic party to show that we are fighting you know, they keep saying oh we're for the people for the people how are you for the people if you are allowing a crook a criminal a putin puppet who can't spell to continue to squat in the white house unchallenged enough he needs to be impeached yeah, that's the people, the American people, for the people, the American people want people to fight. It's not about, oh, they want bipartisanship. We want everybody, they, we, people just are longing for the, uh, um, us to reach across the aisle. No, 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 no. They want the, they want successes. They don't want to hear excuses. They don't want to hear, oh, we're going to limit the amount of dark money in our system. No, that's not good enough. I mean, we, that's how we're so, we're so beaten down. We take a crumb and turn it into a goddamn banquet. Oh, she's going to limit the, the amount of dark money. Oh, glorious day. 
Jesus, on a bike, man. So, anyway, what was I saying about... There was something about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Trump. He's on Fox and Friends. And so, of course, he admitted he's a... Well, he with George Stephanopoulos, which I can't talk, as everybody knows. My show sucks and I can't talk, so there you go. My um, what do you what do you want? Anyway, so uh, he admitted that he was like, yeah, yeah. Well, let me see if I have this clip actually. So before and just in case anybody missed it, so we'll all know. Here's here's Trump saying he's he will welcome foreign interference. Would he have gone to the FBI when he got that email? Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I have information on your opponent. Do you call the FBI? I don't it's think... coming from I'll tell you what, you do. I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life. I don't, you don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office. You do whatever Al you Al Gore got a stolen briefing book. He called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This isn't a stolen... This is somebody that said, we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work FBI that way. The FBI director says he, that's what you... I, what a traitor. He doesn't even understand. He thinks that his... His followers, his dupes, are, will be like, yeah, strong. That's, a, that's our strong daddy. Uh, yeah, oh, give me a break. And then he, then he said, the FBI director is wrong. It's, and then the Republican Party went out to, of course, cover his ass, cover Trump's ass, which is what they do. Uh, by saying that it's, uh, oh yeah, Hillary did that. They took, uh, they were giving, I mean, basically they're conflating what Trump did, what Trump Jr. did with the fact that they, they, there, there was commissioned opposition research. There's nothing illegal about buying, this is what, in fact, this, so what the Republicans are calling the dirty dossier, which is, I mean, that's all they got are these little dumbass names. And, of course, they're dumbass followers. It's easy for them to digest. So, but it's, this dossier was commissioned by Marco Rubio. It started there. They were trying to get dirt on Trump so they can run a campaign. But it wasn't, it had nothing to do with, uh, the Russians coming in and saying, um, yeah, we got some dirt on your opponent. And that creates a, an environment. First of all, you're paying for a service when, you're, when they commission this research. And in this dossier, Christopher Steele found some very troubling information about Trump and his connections with Russia. And he reported it to the FBI, as you should. Uh, but it was it had nothing to do with um, a quid quid pro quo. So it began as a Republican document. Hillary Clinton's people picked it up and the Republican Party is trying to conflate it as with as if they there was their campaign as if it's as if it's the same as Trump's Russian spy infested campaign which it is not. You can, you're allowed to purchase a service from a foreigner. Okay? That's, that's the bottom line. Um, when a spy, when a Russian spy comes to you and says, I got dirt 
on your opponent and you're like, I love it, then you're creating a relationship of now we got you. We, you owe us. And that is where you're compromised. You treasonous Russian bastards, America hating dupes. So there you go. What was I going to say? So then, um, let's see. Then Trump, because all he does is watch television. We know that. He does nothing. He thinks he's doing, he's making deals. My ass. He's looking at swatches. That's all he does. He never made a deal in his life. He is a con man, a grifter. He's, that's his, this is his suit. He wears his monkey suit and he's, I'm a successful businessman. That's why he doesn't want anybody to see his taxes because they, he is not as rich as he's been letting on. Nobody is like, has G, has, geez, has Steve Jobs or let's say Bezos or who's, who's a rich person now? Well, Steve Jobs is dead, but um, you don't see uh, Jeff Bezos being put on an allowance by the bank because he can't pay his bills. That's only, that, how does that happen? It happens when you suck at business and you are a failure and your daddy is dead because, I mean, you might as well, whatever, uh, you, and maybe you couldn't siphon, you couldn't, you couldn't pump out the fake invoices fast enough to siphon more money out of your daddy's account tax-free. So you, you sucked at business and you bankrupted a casino. That's how bad at business he is Trump is but so um yeah he's he he got the he got the reports back that it wasn't playing well that he is he's a traitor and also that there were many um well Republicans they were all scrambling to get in front of the microphone to say oh yes uh, of course you go to the FBI but in in what happened in reality is that they when the Democrats propose legislation to just be clear when you, if some Russian or whoever, any foreigner comes with information, you report it to the FBI. The, all of this is elite. So what Trump did is illegal, okay? But what the Democratic bill stated was that uh, it just reiterated that if someone approaches you to engage in this already illegal behavior— then you go to the FBI to make it clear. You see what I'm saying? They weren't at the beginning. Well, this this law is on the books. So, but I guess you, what you had they had to be clear to Republicans because they don't know. They're always trying to hook and crook and be a traitor. I mean, they've been traitors for since since the Declaration of Independence, and they've been pining to be trickled upon by the king. They've been traitors and trying to drag us back to oligarchy. So they, what the bill, what the Democratic bill was, is just, just let's just be clear. If somebody, if they come, if a foreign actor comes to you, to your campaign, with this already illegal behavior, then you must report it to the FBI, not go, oh, great, I love it. But... The, of course, Republicans, because they are traitors, blocked it. And so Trump went on Fox and Friends 
to because he got the he got the results of his being a traitor and he because all he does all day is watch television and he's always talking about I saw this show I saw that show every if you listen to his rambling Fox and Friends interview which God help you but it's all he's he's talking about all these shows that he saw I saw on this show and that show and that's all he does is monitor television and I guess to uh, kiss ass on dictators, but he's, I mean, he's a liar, too, and anyway, so what was I going to play? There's so many clips here. Oh, they went on, he went, he went on about Hillary Clinton's emails. It's unbelievable. Let me just play this. Why, why isn't Congress, you know, oversight, why aren't they looking at the emails that were deleted from Hillary Clinton? Nobody can understand 33,000 emails, requests right. from Congress. James Comey after cleared they her. get the request. Because, you know, to me, there's been a lot of criminality, in my opinion, but I, I don't say it with, I have to say, subject to checking it. But when you look at it, here's something that, to me, is so simple. Congress requests the emails, okay? She deletes all of them, everything deleted. And she's, this is after they get the request from the United States Congress. She deletes 33,000. Now, that's only 33,000. And what like, about the one I with mean, her friend? Her emails? Uh, almost mayor of New York, and thank God that didn't happen. Listen to okay? this gibberish. Thank God Anthony that Weiner. didn't happen. Right. So you have Anthony Weiner, who is got a lot of problems, but they used his laptop, and all of the information that went through his laptop I mean, they put people in jail for doing one slightly little confidential, which is a much lower level gotcha. of confidential. Right. So, uh, all right, let's let me just repeat what he said. He said, "Let me see." I just had that. I thought I had it up. So you have Anthony Weiner, who has got a lot of problems, but they used his laptop and all of the information that went through his laptop. I mean, they put people in jail for doing one slightly little confidential, which is much lower level of confidential. What the fuck does that mean? This is the president? And Nancy Pelosi is sitting on her ass? spitting out bills that will never, ever go anywhere in the Senate, which I don't understand. So Nancy Pelosi's excuse for not impeaching Trump, or not just bringing, it's bringing up the hearing. Let's have the impeachment hearings. Start this process of this criminal con man who received fewer votes. Enough is enough. He sucks. He can't spell. He called the goddamn Prince of Wales the Prince of Wales. Like the, like the mammal, he is an ignorant cuss. He should not be anywhere near the halls of power. He, des- he doesn't deserve it. He did not win. And he is a, he's not doing anything. What is he doing except dragging us back? He's, he's, he's riding on Obama's economy, which, all right, yeah, it's great economy. If you're rich, it's a wonderful economy. But if you can't handle a $400 emergency, we got to start asking ourselves, how far have we fallen into Stockholm Syndrome? If average working class Joes who can't retire or can't see a doctor, or if they do, they, they can go bankrupt, if they're, if they're the ones praising this wonderful economy, 
Meanwhile, we have uh, migrants coming to the border. They are fleeing a failed states that we helped create, children, people in distress. And what are we doing with them? We're putting them in cages. We are, we, I, I, I'm going to get to this later. It's the humanitarian crisis that they have created is a stain on this country. How will we ever wash it out? And then he is just allowed to get on to get on any news channel, and they're going to cut into it while he spews lies and gibberish. And this is why this country. How are we going to have nice things when we have a entire cabal of of a con? We have a con man at the top and his sycophants who receive fewer votes, who represent, uh, the Republican Party represents a smaller minority of people where they have gerrymandered this country up the wazoo to the point where um, Democrats receive million more votes in the House and they still, uh, when they were in the minority, were still in the minority and all over the country. It is the same. The Democrats win more votes and they don't hold the majorities. They, because they rig the system, and, and then they keep sm- putting more unqualified, loyalist, right-wing fascist judges into our judiciary because that's, you know, that's what fascists do. This is, that's exactly what Hitler did, so they can go in and nullify any, all their crimes. When the crimes come out, it's nullified. And for, just for calling the press the enemy of the people, he should be impeached. That's how much we should say we we should consider this democracy sacred. That that's how you have to protect it. You don't allow a con man to shit all over it. Will we ever get back? How are you going to come back from this? You're going to bounce back? We're going to bounce back with Joe Biden who says that oh don't worry, you know, the the GOP is ready to deal. Have you met the GOP? The the uh the government of Putin? Have you met them? They have no, they have, there's no low too low that they won't go. Look at who their standard bearer is. That's all you got to say. They have a literal con man who they knew was getting help from Russia of all people, but they're all, the, the Republicans are in, uh, in cahoots with these, with authoritarians, with Russia and the Russian oligarchy was funneling is and probably still is funneling money to the republican party through the nra washing their ill-gotten gains and funneling into these republican coffers that's why marsha blackburn blocked this bill that said if you get contacted by foreign agents you must report it to the fbi but and then she got up in front of everybody and uh, God in the United States and said and lied about it. Oh, well, this will mean if you get a tweet from a foreigner, you'll have to report it. Bullshit, bitch. You lying. Uh, I mean, what? These people, they are, they have no shame. Uh, uh, obviously, they don't love this country. And Trump is on Fox and Friends talking about, oh, they would never do that because I love this country so much. I just love it. Really? Just because you hump a flag in front of people? Love is an action, my friend. Well, he's not my friend. Figure of speech. Love is an action. 
you don't love you love a country you don't turn it into a into a cesspool for your corporate waste you love the people in your country you don't lock up future citizens you don't disgrace us by behaving like a like a fascist bastard and 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 mocking and vilifying uh, targeted minority groups. That's not how you love a country. If you love a country, you don't allow authoritarians to run rampant over it. You don't let them get away with their crimes against the very principles that this country was founded on and get into bed with them and then run cover for them like the Saudis and sell arms to them. And you love this country, you, you don't lie this country into another war of choice. You don't set up the, the uh, you don't make all the, all the, what do you call it? I don't know. Uh, all, you don't put all of the, the things in things. That's all the, that's the best word I can come up with. All the things in place that um, sets up the domino effect for war. But like getting us out of a treaty, an international treaty. That that was constructed. I know how many times Trump's like, oh, it's a bad deal. The worst deal. Worse than the deal you made with those chandelier makers of Trump fucking Taj Mahal that was bankrupt in a year. Worse than the deal you made with the Trump shuttle that went bankrupt. Or the Trump magazine or Trump water or Trump stakes or Trump university. How about that deal that you had to pay $25 million in restitution to your victims Oh, the worst deal. All the, all the people of the, uh, all the leaders of the Democratic countries that got together to come up with this deal over years. Trump, this big, giant, big baby who, who received fewer votes, walks in and takes a poopy all over it with his big diapy, big baby, baby, freaking king baby Trump. And then goes around, oh, it's the worst deal, worst deal. Meanwhile, just creating the entire atmosphere for war. Guess what, deal maker? War is a failure. That means you didn't make any deals. That means all deals are off. You suck at deals. And now who's going to die in this war? Not his family, not, not Baron, not friggin' Don Jr., but let Don Jr. put on a goddamn uniform. He wouldn't last a day in basic training. Basic. Dumb bastard. Yeah, he's too busy on his Instagram feed, you know, pumping, uh, doing a freaking Peloton or something. This is what we... And, and these morons, these average Joe idiots are going to vote for him again. They voted for him the first time. How dare you? Shame on you. For being such a sucker. Oh, I'm so, so fearful. Why don't you get involved? And, and you know what? I guess and on some level, it's almost like you can't blame them, too. Because, and then you have the Democrats saying, oh, we're for the people. But they don't see the forest through the trees. Be for the people. Yeah, um, you don't, uh, if you're for the people, get, uh, get money out of politics. All of it. Impeach the goddamn grifter already have a spine that's how you for the people what are you afraid of oh we are we want to woo 
uh, Republican voters, they're not going to vote for you. They're a cult. These are they, they're they, they're like the Heaven's Gate cult. If Twitter told them to put on their their running shoes and their jogging suit and drink this potion, that's what they would do to catch that comet. That's who they are. They're that it takes all types in this world. There's many people in this world that are incapable of functioning in a democracy. Because you have to be mature. You have to be strong. That, that's a real strength. A real strength is of uh, it, people who are strong are not afraid of diversity. They're not afraid of progress. They're not so greedy. They're not a greedy little grifter that, well, oh, I, I, that, that I need all the money. I need it all. Because uh, I'm afraid. That's really what it comes down to. It doesn't matter how many, how many people I step over, how many people I exploit, or, you know, oh, it's a, it's, it's $1.50 if I dispose of this, this disgusting coal ash in a proper way, but um, it's, it's, uh, I'll, I'll be able to clear a whole one point more if I allow my corporations to dump it in our streams. Well, 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 hey, hey, you know what? America the beautiful. Uh, It's, what what the hell? When does it stop? And when do the Democrats have the goddamn spine to call it what it is? I can't take it when I hear Joe Biden saying how, oh, yeah, the, the, the GOP is going to come around. Are you deluded? How much delusion can we stand in this country? We, this country, the, the working class of this country is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all industrialized nations. What is it going to take? They're going to play ball with us? Have you been paying attention? When, when Mitch McConnell said, oh, my, the, my proudest moment is blocking Obama from fulfilling his constitutionally prescribed role to choose a Supreme Court justice, that we, that was a, that was, it wasn't Mitch McConnell disrespecting President Obama. He was sticking his freaking thumb in our eyes, the American people's eyes. So when he talks about the American people, oh, I'm doing this for the people, for the people. Who's talk- who the hell is he talking about? A couple of Trump and Z racist KKK endorsed losers who look at Trump and think he's strong because he's, he's a racist just like them. That's not strength, honey. That's weakness. And so that's what he, what Mitch McConnell did was he uh, he is he hates this country that's what it is he hates us we voted for obama in a democratically elected you know whatever there was no russian interference i guess who knows i know that they the, with all the 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 funny business with the electronic voting machines i remember that whole uh episode with carl rove uh he was baffled why Ohio wasn't going for his uh, his boy because they you know there's been a lot of I, I mean that's what that's what Republicans do they call it they called the George Bush called it the Help America Vote Act which means he was basically 
helping you not to vote, helping them steal elections. Of course Republicans like electronic voting machines because they're easily hacked. They have no paper trail. And we know that the Russians hacked into electronic voting machines in this last election, but the Republicans won't tell us where, when, what, how much, because if even if the one state went, if Florida went for Hillary Clinton, we wouldn't be in this nightmare right now. So that's what Republicans are. They don't care if they win legitimately on the, on the basis of their shitty kiss-up, kick-down ideals. They don't care. They want to win at any cost, and they don't want democracy. And eventually, that's the end game. They want to do away with it. That's why they're stuffing the courts. Because they want to get rid of this pesky goddamn democracy once and for all. It's really annoying to them. They want to be able to dump their shit and dump on you. And when you go die in their latest war of corporate aggression and you come back and you, you know, maybe you didn't die. You just got hit, hurt. That you're a pest. Go away. They don't want to have to deal with you. You should have died. Then they could have been like, oh, weep, weep. And put a flag on your, on your grave while they lambasted whoever was the political punching bag du jour in front of a garden of, of headstones. These scumbags. This is who they are. They allow this to continue because they started it. This is them. So uh, don't tell me, Joe Biden, like, wake the F up, ma- mama. That, uh, oh, they're going to come around. Give me a break. We don't, we don't have time. For this shit. For him, for, for him to catch up. We need to really know if, if, if what we're dealing with. In order to beat what we, you know, that's why if something happens, right? Or let's say, you know, I know my cat was sick. And they were like, what's wrong with him? This is how to figure out. What did, did he take something? Did he eat something? What Did he get into something that... That I mean, I'm not talking about now. They're fine now. But they want to know, what is the poison? Did he, did he eat poison? Is this something that then they can fully and uh, tr- uh, uh, address what the hell is going on so they can fix it? If you don't know the problem, how are you going to fix it? Oh, no, the, the, the GOP, they're just, they, they can't wait to start working with Joe Biden. Get the fuck out of here. No, honey. They they're they want to maintain oligarchy. They want they don't want any forget it. Medicare for all. No, no, no. You need to die. They need to siphon money out of your miseries as much as they can because it's not enough for them. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. Billionaires. It's what's for dinner. There should be no Billionaires. What the hell is a billionaire doing while we have starving people? There is no reason why one single person needs a billion dollars. It's, and they never get, they didn't get it. They, you get to a certain point with your, with money. As we know, your, uh, the entire system is set up that it funnels more into your pocket. So, we we created that, not us, but they, they did. We want them to change it. They don't, there is no reason if we are a functioning democracy that we have billionaires because a billionaire is somebody that can threaten this thing. They want to talk about, oh, the threats 
uh, preemptive strikes on threats. Well, and every billionaire is a threat to this thing, to the grand experiment in liberal democracy, to all those they, uh, men who died storming the beaches of Normandy. They're a th- it's a threat. We didn't, this country isn't created so we can have billionaires. It was supposed to it's, uh, be for the general welfare. That's the kind of country we left behind where the, the rich ran and run and ruled and, di- and over the large pool of, of powerless serfs who just prayed and knew that, oh, okay, we can all get a mansion in heaven. <laughs> Look at Tara Jr. Jr. in the background. You see what I'm saying? Look how cute he is. He's laying on his back. <laughs> oh, pets are funny. Pets are people too. Anyway, all right, guys, I'm looking at the time. Oh, mamma, mamma mia, mamma. It's uh I missed the break again. It doesn't matter because it's my show. That's why I can bitch and moan and cry and scream and pound the table. And if you want to watch, you watch. If you don't like it, you go, "Hey, fangul, see ya." But I I'm going to take a break because I need, I need a break. All right. Let me tell you, I'm only human. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm drinking my coffee out of this cup from Bob Kincaid, the horn, a very, if you haven't listened to Bob Kincaid, you, you need to every, every evening, unlike my show, he's on every day from six to, I think it's nine, 6 PM at head on dot live. And I, one day, I hope to be a daily show if we get more patrons. If we don't get any patrons, then all right. The world is your mirror. I will get the hint. And I'll take a, I'll take a hike. I'll get the hell out of here. I'll go to Ireland and I'll just sit on a cliff. That's about it. Hopefully. <laughs> Look at Tara Jr. All right. Listen, guys. Um, we got eight minutes. This is a break. It's called a break, as Trump would say. It's called a break. And I'm going to be back after I have a cup of coffee. I don't know why. Why do I need coffee? It's 7 o'clock at night, but I'm an addict. It's my only drug of choice left, and, you know, I need it. It's comfort. So I will see you on the other side in about eight minutes. We got the Green News Report. We got Labor History, and I'll see you on the other side. My name is Tara Devlin. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Two words that get the attention of most national security professionals are uncertainty and surprise. And climate change will bring significant amounts of both. Surprise! White House censors intelligence officials' congressional testimony on climate change. India's deadly heat wave triggers water conflicts. Canada to ban single-use plastic nationwide. 
Plus, we can't wait to act. Former New York mayor launches Beyond Carbon Initiative to fight climate change. All of those fights and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Tornadoes, I don't remember tornadoes in the U.S. to the extent. But then when you look back, 40 years ago, we had the worst tornado binge that we've ever had. You know, a tornado binge. Who hasn't... <laughs> Who hasn't gone out for a tornado and had a few too many? This is your Green News Report. Man, what did we do last night? Why does my mouth taste like a flattened trailer park? Okay, Desi Doyen, after weeks and weeks and weeks of terrible weather news in the central U.S., good news is it's clearing up, bad news all of that terrible weather has moved to the southeast, where in some places they got a month's worth of rain in one single day yes. over the weekend? Yes, and of course that forced evacuations and high water rescues, and that's exactly in line with observed data that shows heavy rainfall events have already increased in the United States since the 1950s. Well, a foot of rain in a single day... Why worry? But it's the opposite problem in India, where a persistent near-record heat wave has killed hundreds of people and triggered water shortages. Temperatures as high as 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Officials have ordered police escorts for all water tankers and guards at water sources after multiple stabbings and assaults in communities that are suffering water shortages. Mm. India's Weather Service reports that heat waves are increasing in frequency and intensity in the country. I bet they are. In the United States, the Washington Post reports that the Trump White House tried to stop a senior State Department intelligence analyst from testifying to Congress about the impacts of climate change on national security because his warnings about, quote, possibly catastrophic impacts contradicts the views of the Trump administration. In a highly unusual move, the White House blocked Dr. Rod Schoonover's written testimony from being entered into the permanent congressional record. However, Schoonover was allowed to speak to the House Intelligence Committee, including this rather stunning assessment. Absent extensive mitigating factors or events, we see few plausible future scenarios where significant harm does not arise from the compounded effects of climate change. People's choices in the present and future, however, dictate the magnitude of many factors. So he was allowed to give his testimony, but the White House just did not allow him to submit his written testimony for the congressional record? Yes. That's kind of nuts. Yep. The Trump Defense Department has also quietly released its new Arctic strategy that characterizes melting sea ice as a factor that is transforming the Arctic into a great powers competition between the U.S., Russia, and China over domination of new trade routes and valuable mineral resources. So it's a great thing. However, the Defense Department strategy just flat out omits any mention of man-made climate change as the driver that is causing those effects in the region. Well, they wouldn't allow them to include the their written testimony, I guess. But some good news. Canada announced on Monday that it will ban all single-use plastic, like straws and cutlery, nationwide starting in 2021. They're the latest country to join the global movement to combat plastic pollution. But Canada is going even further. Its environment minister also said the government is going to transfer the cost burden of disposal and recycling of plastic waste away from towns to the companies that generate the plastic waste in the first place. Oh. Oh, Canada. So you're saying that the companies are going to have to pay if they want to create 
disposable plastic. Exactly. So they don't get to pollute for free. Exactly. Sounds familiar and like a very good idea. Finally, former New York City mayor and billionaire Michael Bloomberg has announced he is donating $500 million to a new campaign in partnership with the Sierra Club. The Beyond Carbon Initiative will focus on closing all U.S. coal-fired power plants and halting the growth of natural gas infrastructure because it will exacerbate climate change for decades to come. In a commencement speech to MIT, Bloomberg acknowledged that because there is no chance of climate change legislation passing in the Republican-controlled Senate until after the 2020 election, he's stepping up now. We can't wait to act. We can't put this mission off any longer. Mother Nature does not wait on the election calendar, and neither can we. Well said, Mr. Diminutive Mayor, small man, big money. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your... Green News Report. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1913. That was the day the industrial workers of the world led a strike at Studebaker in Detroit. IWW organizers Matilda Rabinowitz, Jack Welsh, and others arrived in Detroit to organize. They gave lunchtime speeches outside the auto plant. Their speeches were so popular with Ford workers that managers at the Highland Park plant stopped allowing workers to take their lunches outside and had the organizers arrested. They moved on to try to organize Studebaker, where they had supporters inside. Workers there had complaints similar to those at Ford, namely long hours and endless speed up. At Studebaker, workers were also angry when management changed the way they were paid from weekly to every other week. IWW supporter Dale Schlosser was fired from Studebaker's number three plant as he tried to circulate a petition for a return to weekly paydays. Word spread like wildfire and 3,500 workers walked off the job in the first auto strike in Detroit. Rabinowitz and Walsh led a seven-mile march of thousands to Studebaker plant number one, and then downtown to Studebaker plant five, calling workers out on strike. By the end of the day, nearly 6,000 workers speaking a number of different languages voted for IWW representation and put together a list of grievances. IWW organizers envisioned an industry-wide strike and 2,000 strikers marched to the Packard plant the next day to call those workers out to join the strike. There, they were met and beaten by police. The strike and organizing drive was quickly crushed. Rabinowitz remarked that workers returning to Studebaker were even more determined to fight. IWW organizer Frank Bond observed the strike was not for a few days or weeks, but maybe 20 or 30 years. Yo, it's terrible, Evelyn. What am I saying? I almost because I almost hit the finish button instead of 
the return button. <laughs> and the show would have been over. So, that would have been great. Sometimes. Anyway, uh, I'm looking at these comments on the Facebook page. It's kind of irritating. With Vinny Vincent. Poor Vinny. But it's also good. I'm glad you're here in a way. As long as you behave like a... You know, not like a, a Trumpanzee, but a, almost a normal person. Um, maybe you'll learn something, unless you have other plans. But the don't you think letting illegals vote as Democrats want is nothing less than treason? No. Okay. This is what's so irritating about living with Republicans and sharing the same air because how are you ever supposed to get anywhere or progress and move forward if you're constantly correcting them and they just won't listen anyway how many times do we have to say the same effing thing it's like these freaking hillary emails but her emails but her emails how many how many times how long did they investigate Hillary Clinton, you know how many millions of dollars? They have been investigating the Clintons for my entire life. $25 million they spent with Whitewater, that, uh, and they found nothing. And these were adversaries of the Clintons after him. After Bill Clinton. After Hillary Clinton. How much? So, no, no, Vinny. Uh, illegals do not vote. Illegals, undocumented. First of all, they uh, they have done numerous studies. Not that it matters, because your master, your con man, the con man who said y you'll get rich uh, uh, with a Trump University degree, the one that when they went to court and the executives of Trump University got on the stand, they said Trump University is a scam. It's in the, in the documents. Uh, under oath, the executives had to say it was set up as a scam to separate dumbasses from their money. Oh, how about your Trump Network vitamins? The, where you had a pee in a, in, a, in a cup with a Trump label on it to send it in to get these non-FDA-approved vitamins, quote-unquote, that Trump was going to pick for you so you have a massive brain like him. That's Trump Network vitamins. These All these scams. One scam after another. But the, no, it doesn't matter. You, you will believe that, but you will not believe the own Republican-funded uh, uh, studies that, were lo that went looking and investigations that have all over the country. Because they would love for it to be true, what you're saying, that illegals undocumented people vote they don't vote they don't because they're afraid they're afraid to call the cops that's why we have this something called a sanctuary city you don't i know you think sanctuary cities means it's like you know the okay corral where out here uh, illegals are just running around uh just raping white women illegals no it's a sanctuary city is that the police act they, they don't act as immigration officers. That if someone is raping you, Vinny, and an undocumented person is a witness, they can call the cops and say, hey, Vinny's getting raped really bad. 
metaphorically and figuratively. And um, we need some assistance here. Instead, in what, what Trump's world, in Trump's world, he, this person who will come across you being anally raped, he, he will be too afraid to call the police. So that's the world you want to live in. You actually have a, a less safe world. But I, I, I would think that you would like, but the, it doesn't matter. Reality has no, it doesn't really matter. And they've done numerous studies. It does not matter. The Republican mindset is, is cognitive dissidence meets the Dunning-Kruger effect. So, and that's what's, it's so exhausting to constantly fight the same battles, to say the same things. You don't believe it anyway. Why, why would we waste our time? It's like, I, I, I'll go on and say, no, that doesn't happen. It, when, look it up. Look up the own Republican, the Republican uh, investigations with Bush. When first thing, one of the first things that George W. Bush did when, when he got into office, despite receiving fewer votes, right, uh, was that he commissioned his, his flying monkeys to find some illegal voters. It never happened. They couldn't find anybody. And if uh, the, the uh, people who are undocumented don't go vote, Oh, oh, the Democrats will pay them to vote. It's bullshit because they don't want to be deported, moron. That's the way it is. They want, to, they want less to do with the government. In fact, these people, they actually end up working and they don't get anything in return for anything. That's why when we offered a way out of the shadows, the Republicans were like, oh, no, no. We want them to stay in the shadows because we like when people are oppressed we don't want we want to be able to exploit people because when when they're exploited Vinny, we're exploited everybody's exploited all the working people are exploited but it doesn't matter they will never go after the ones who do the exploiting though you're you're too focused on those few rungs lower on the ladder rather than where your anger belongs what's treason the Republican, it's, the, it's called the Republican agenda. They don't, they, from going back to Nixon, they, they haven't, uh, he was uh, also negotiating with the enemy. Hey, prolong the war a little bit longer because it's good for my campaign. Negotiating behind the back of the sitting president, and we have it on tape where, uh, where Lyndon Johnson called the, the Republican leader, Edward, Edward uh, Dirksen and said, oh, you know, this is treason. We got him on tape. The CIA, you know, that's what they do because they investigate traitors, just like they were investigating the traitor of Trump who was, who was in bed and is in bed with Russian. The, it, is, it is not a dispute that Trump's casinos were fined for money laundering uh, for for laundering money for the Russian mob, that is, I mean, I guess you can call that fake news on on uh, on Fox News. That's fake news because it's real. But that happened decades ago. These are all we know this because Trump could not get a legitimate bank loan, so he had to. He's a greedy grifter. He would suck. He would throw your mo- mother down a flight of steps to get at her, whatever, her retirement fund. There's, there's no doubt. That's who he is. He, in fact, Trump tried to get his father to sign in, in his father's last days on this planet because it was, wasn't enough 
to get his $250 million trust fund that he bankrupted numerous times and his daddy bailed him out numerous times for all his failed businesses. But he, his, Trump was afraid that Twitler, you know, I call him Twitler, uh, like, like he calls Nancy nervous Nancy and whatnot. So he, he's Twitler. But he was afraid that they would, he wouldn't be able to siphon any more money out of daddy's, out of daddy's business illegally. So he asked, he tried to nefariously get his father to sign over power of attorney to him on his will, in regard to his will, and his father said, mm, this doesn't smell right. He did, his own father knew he was a grifter. So look that up. Oh, of course, that's probably fake news too, right? So whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, how many times this, this moron fails? It's... I, I, I live in New York. We know him. He's, a, he's not a legitimate businessman. He's a, he is a grifter, and you fell for the grift. He's, not, he's done nothing except make this, this country, this earth, uh, more polluted. That's all he's done. He's, the, he, we have been on, as far as the economy is concerned, we've been on a upward 10-year upward trajectory because, after the Republicans almost dragged us into a second Republican Great Depression in 100 years thanks to their kiss-up, kick-down policies. So I am not 100% on board with what Obama did because, for me, he, I wanted him to be the, ne the next FDR. We needed a new New Deal. What he did it was he continued a lot of, of uh, policies of ingratiating Wall Street, but, which is why we live in a country that is the most, uh, has the widest income gap between rich and poor. And that's, that, if that's what you call a great economy, you're a bigger sucker than I know you are. <sighs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> right? Sometimes you're just like, whatever. What are you going to do? And so, but it's, uh, what are you going to do? I guess you're going to stay in the fight. This is who we're fighting with. I, and and it's, not a, it's not a surprise that Vinny can barely write a, a sentence that, uh, that isn't filled with grammatical errors and that, that is coherent. That's, it's sad, merely. And it goes to show you, because I'm sure Vinny hasn't read a book since Dick and Jane and he thinks that's something to be proud of. But there, it takes a certain level. It, it helps to have a little bit of intellectual curiosity. You know what I mean? It helps. See, that's why Thomas Jefferson, on his tombstone, he, it says on his tombstone, the founder of the University of Virginia. Education, that's what we need, which is why Republicans hate education. They don't want us to be educated. They like to, they want to keep people nice and dumb and glued to Fox News. So they believe this, the, the, the lies. And they believe like, oh, illegals are voting. Illegals. What is this country but a, this is a nation of immigrants. And that is not, that's a strength. That's actually a, a I, I often imagine what a different world, what a different country this would be. Instead of putting the migrants, these are, these are refugees that are coming here. They are fleeing the failed states that our capitalist, corporate, 
kiss-up, kick-down intervention in their countries have helped create. That, that's the truth. So they're, they're not, I mean, would you take, just one day say, hey, we're going to take a 3,000-mile walk across the desert? This is desperation. And they are presenting themselves. They're not coming here illegally. These migrants are coming because they, they need, they're seeking asylum. Under the laws that we helped craft when we weren't assholes, like now, uh, after World War II, so another Holocaust would never happen again. We helped, we, you know, when we prosecuted the Nazis at Nuremberg, when we were on the right side of history, that's what we helped. Well, no, let's never again. And just because they're brown doesn't mean that we're not violating those, those ideals. And it's, just, it's really, that's a disgrace. You think about the, the, how history is going to revile us for the same things. You know, it's like, it reminds me of the good Germans who, they, they knew what was going on, but they liked, oh, well, uh, Hitler built the Autobahn, and he's, he's making Germany great again. But they, as their, their friends and neighbors were disappearing in the night, and the, or the trains went by, oh, what's that smell and that's why Eisenhower had the, the Germans, the German people, come and not only parade that he paraded them through the concentration camps to show them with their own eyes what they had done, but he had them clean up, dig graves for the people that they murdered. And, you know, what are you going to do? That's what we should do, but whatever. This country is like we're still in the grips of the of fascists of the fascist decline. It's a, it is a it's disgusting. The the entire world uh, it's an embarrassment to the it's an international embarrassment and a disgrace to think that when migrants come now imagine a different world if they these people came and we said welcome. You are safe now. First of all, they wouldn't have to come if we would have just left. Well, if not just us, but the capitalist interests that we represent. Because we're going around the globe. We're not, we're not uh, exporting mom and apple pie. We're exporting capitalist corruption. When we have overturned democratically elected governments in, uh, in all these other countries, in Honduras, in, in uh, all these failed states, that we helped create is because they, the, the people got a little too uppity wanting to nationalize their oil or whatever they wanted to do, whatever the, the, the crime, the capitalist crime du jour was. That was a, that's what happened with Iran. I mean, the whole of Europe knows that history. So that we, with the help of the CIA and British Pretoria, I can't talk, petroleum and their MI whatever five or six I don't know what it is helped uh, they overthrew a democratically elected government and installed the Shah who was going to play ball with the capitalist interests with the private interests that's why people die they're not read war is a racket by Smedley Butler General Smedley Butler, he said, I'm, we're not, we're, uh, I made the world safe for standard oil, not for mom and apple pie. <sighs> if only we were making the world safe for democracy. How about we start at home, make it safe here? 
That's why Republicans don't want people to vote. They, oh, uh, they're, they're letting illegals vote. No, bullshit. Show me. Show me. One. There is none. They can't find any. None exists, but they will say it anyway, and you'll repeat it because you're, I don't know. I guess it makes you feel better that you're, I don't know what it is. It's racism. That's what it comes down to. And, and, and I, I'm a firm believer, scratch the surface of any Republican and you will get to a, he's a racist, he or she. It, it comes down to racism and fear. So that's another thing, fear. Fear of losing, losing status, losing privilege, lo- whatever it may be. That's why it's so, uh, it, I find it vile when I listen to Republicans saying, oh, uh, I, I, now I'm, I don't like Trump now. I'm not going to vote for him again because now I see my, my taxes have gone up. Like we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with the truckers who their taxes got, have gone up. On the, they're unable to write off certain deductions, well, all their deductions. Because, you know, you got to funnel money to the people who don't need it. You need to entrench oligarchy. That's what, that's what, that's the plot. That's the plan here. It's not democracy. If it was, why would Mitch McConnell block the, a democratically elected president who was elected legally in two landslide elections from fulfilling his constitutionally prescribed role of picking a Supreme Court seat for advising consent? And he picked Merrick Garland. A, that's the one person that the Republicans said that he would be palatable to them. But it didn't matter. You know, it wasn't like some uh, loony. Like, I, I love that uh, Republicans call, oh, these liberals are such lunatics, so loony, loony liberal. Yeah, all that lunacy of wanting everybody to have health care. Woo! Mind, my, my mind is just nuts. If, except for the fact that every other effing country on earth does it. How long are you going to take it, though? Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't matter. Republicans are all like, hey, business. It's all about business. Got to keep the free market. Yeah, let's, uh, the free market with health care. No, it's all about money to them. It doesn't matter. There's no free market in health care. It's your money or your life. It's, it, it, what's a disgrace is that we have people on GoFundMe begging for, for insulin. Please help me. I, I, I need my diabetes medicine. I mean, whatever it is, it's, that is disgusting. And the other thing that's disgusting, and now this week, thank you for reminding me, Vinny, that uh, when, when Jon Stewart went to Congress and, and shamed them publicly for yet again effing with the Victims' Compensation Fund, um, what, what is this bullshit that... Only in America would people who ran to the scene of a, of a disaster, of a crime, to save their fellow Americans and die as a result, thanks to Republicans telling them, all oh, the air is, is safe. Breathe it in. Don't worry about it. Remember that? And now here we are. All, and how many people died so far? There are uh, uh, dozens, dozens. I don't even know. I don't know this, the numbers. But they have to go beg the Congress to continue to pay for their 
for their medicine and help them to ha have a decent last part of their life, which isn't even decent because they're fucking sick from that, from the misinformation. And the that's how you that's how you thank the heroes. Never forget, though, right? I bet you were all rah rah. No, never forget bullshit. We would how what kind of country allows that to happen where we have to beg? People have to beg for health care. That shouldn't if we had a universal health if we had universal health care, they wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a thing. But every year, gotta go back. These filthy bastards, and then these Republicans block it. Scum. And then they whine when something a tornado comes and they're like, Oh, I need help. Yeah, you need government now. Well, yeah, Goldilocks. That's what I always call Republicans. They're the Goldilocks of government. It's only, government is just right, only in parts that help them. But they don't see that this is, this is a, a uh, we're in this together. That's what a civilization is. And if you don't like it, get, get the hell out and go to a desert island. I mean, this is what I don't understand. They're all such rugged individuals. But they all want their, their Medicaid, their socialist Medicaid, their socialist Social Security. <clears throat> There's a, there is a, a social, there is a libertarian paradise. It's called Liberland. It was created. It's a, it's a new, relatively new country. You don't have to pay any taxes. Imagine the freedom. Uh, go. Get the hell out. Stop driving my socialist roads and my breathing my or, or drinking my socialist water where we had to pay our taxes for people to go inspect that water. So when you drank that socialist water, you didn't get explosive diarrhea. Who did you did you did you do the testing on that water? Did you go dig a well? We're we're in this together, but it's a matter of what are our priorities do we just pay money so we can funnel more money into the hands of a grifter and his, and his oligarch friends so they can corrupt government and buy politicians again and again and make sure it stays that way and keep telling you to, well, watch out for that illegal voting, my ass. First of all, the, I'd rather, ha if somebody is here illegally and, oh, they, they, they're getting health care. That's another thing that always drives people crazy, which I, uh, because, you know what, if somebody's here, they're here, and if they're sick, they should be able to get better because guess what, Vinny, you might get sick from them. Put it, put it, put it into your perspective. I know it's all about you. You're, the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with Republicans. But, um, first of all, <clears throat> diversity makes, is, is strength. It make, it's a beautiful tapestry. We uh, allow, when we have, when we allow people into the country, we, imagine the different kind of citizen that, that, that we would have if these migrants came here and were like, welcome, you're safe, you're home. And we treated them like human beings. What kind of a citizen would that be? A, a productive member of society? Oh, they're going to go on welfare. This is what you say. So what? Let them go on it. Give them a hand up. Nobody's, I mean, you can't, first of all, you can't go on welfare over, there's a certain amount of time. It's not like we have this amazing social safety net here. We don't. 
This is another thing Republicans lie about. Oh, everybody's wet, just lounging away in the social safety net hammock. Bullshit. First of all, if somebody does that, they're sick. There's something wrong with them. That's more the, all the more need for universal health care. So they can get help, but not here, right? Go, maybe go fund me. But uh, imagine they come here. What kind of a citizen would that's, that's a grateful citizen. That's a productive citizen who loves this country. The, nobody loves freedom more than people who risk everything to obtain it. You would, what would you know about risk, about love? Oh, they shouldn't take their children on this journey. They're taking them because they're in danger. Nobody's like, hey, I just want to take a 4,000-mile walk across the desert with my 4-year-old. And then what, what, is, what does this disgraceful Republican fascist government do? Put them in, in a cage that's at 50 degrees— Give them one meal a day. Some of these uh, people are living outdoors in Texas where it's freezing at night. They're in a cage. There's no, they're on a dirt floor, and it's sweltering in the day. That's something to be proud of? USA, USA, USA. I'm looking for this, this um, <clears throat> string of tweets that somebody, let me just get this. This is about what's going on at the border. If you don't, this is from Elizabeth C. McLaughlin on Twitter. Let me see. She's an attorney, and she's she wrote a string of tweets that's getting some some play. Okay, it says I've gotten off the phone with a friend who is a legal volunteer in border patrol facil- facilities. This is a few. This is long, a long string. Um, my friend has done two tours now, volunteering as a legal advocate inside CP, CBP facilities. She passed along information about what is happening there that indicates that the Trump administration is violating every basic human right and is moving toward military solutions, quote-unquote. So that folks understand this process, CBP has outposts on the border, refugees seeking asylum, travel hundreds of miles on foot, including with infants and small children, and turn themselves into these outposts on foot. Here's what happens. Now, let me just aside. That's legal, okay? They're not coming here illegally. That is our law that we helped craft after World War II to prevent another Holocaust, that every human being has the right to present themselves to a democratic country seeking asylum if they are in fear. And I know Trump says, oh, well, yeah, everybody's in fear. Just say you're in fear. You live, live where they're living for a week where it's run completely by drug cartels thanks to the American uh, corporate way. We have helped create these failed states. Oh, hi, Tara Jr. Jr. I'm reading a story here. Sit down. Um, okay. CB, CBP then transfers these human beings. Now, remember, these are humans. I know they're brown, Vinny, but they are one of us. They're humans. And one day, the future generations will look back on this and be reviled, just as reviled as we are when we look at the Nazis. And... Uh, Let's see how proud we'll be. 
CB CBP then transfers these human beings to a facility called the Dog Pound. That's what they call it. All right. Here, my friend started crying. The Dog Pound is comprised of cages outside and on dirt with no protection from the elements. Don't look away, is what Elizabeth says. There is no baby food. While there, my friend saw a CBP agent take a baby from her teenage mother, strip the baby of its clothes, hand the baby back to the mother, and then send them outside to the dog pound to sleep in the dirt. What kind of shit is that? That's a, that's a human being doing that to another human being who's suffering and in and fear and, and, and looking for help. That's what you do when somebody comes to your door, I need help. I thought you were a Christian, Vinny. The dog pan has no running water, no covers, no tarp, no care, no safety from the elements. It's freezing at night and de deathly hot during the day. Everyone is sick. My friend says she saw a baby on this trip that was so sick, I thought it would be dead by morning. Toddlers in the dog pound who have been eating solid food are given only infant formula. Moms are trying to start breastfeeding again so their children don't starve. These moms are dehydrated, sick, have, and have walked miles through the desert with no water, and CBP gives them nothing. It gets worse. Don't look away. From the dog pound, these human beings are moved to an area called the freezer. The freezer is kept at 55 degrees. Some of the refugees are moved there and are still wet from their journey when they are put in the freezer, wet. CBP is keeping human beings in the freezer for weeks at a time, weeks, including critically ill people, disabled people, sick children, teenage mothers with babies. The floor of the freezer is made of dirt or very rough concrete. There are no beds. Unbelievable. From the freezer, refugees are supposed to be moved to ICE facilities that are designed for residential care. They have beds, food, bathrooms. However, these f facilities are empty. ICE is shutting them down. Don't look away. What our government is doing, instead of moving refugees to, to military... Wait, wait. What our government is doing instead is moving refugees to military installations... The announcement about Fort Sill, which was used as a Japanese internment camp, is only the start. So why would our government be doing this? Here's why. These concentration camps, let's call them what they are, will be under the control of the Department of Homeland Security. But within the Department of Defense, unlike ICE facilities, which allow site inspectors inside, there will be no inspection of these military-run camps. The military will be able to deny access to anyone it chooses. No media, no oversight. Well, that's the whole thing. That's when this whole thing called democracy starts breaking down. That was my aside. Lawyers will not be allowed in. Human rights monitors will not be allowed in. The camps will also be protected airspace, meaning that no drones can fly over, over to take pictures of what's going on inside. The Trump administration will be allowed to conduct itself in whatever way it wants to without anyone knowing what's going on inside, which is, that's real uh, freedom, right? 
That's if they could do that to anyone, they could do that to everyone. Now, remember, during the Obama administration, we kept hearing how the the Obama was turning Walmart into concentration camps. And this is what we're dealing with. Now we have real actual concentration camps happening. And we got a whole bunch of millions of Trump banzees saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I like what he's doing. I like his style. He's telling it like it is. What a disgrace. You want to hear a disgrace? Trump's, that's one of Trump's favorite words. What a disgrace. It's a disgrace. This is, a dis- this is what a disgrace is, Vinny. ICE facilities with beds and food are empty because the Trump administration is moving refugees into military-run concentration camps where they can do anything they choose without oversight, media scrutiny, or advocate access. This administration is already committing atrocities at the CBP facilities. Border Patrol agents at the facility where my friend was working refer to these human beings as bodies, not people, bodies. They are denying medicine, toilets, beds, food, shelter, and clothes. My friend said that at the Flores, that Flores is on very tenuous ground. We're days away from being met with what's, we're not going to let you in no matter what. What is coming is crimes against humanity. America is already perpetrating mass human rights violations, and this administration is setting it up so they can do far worse in secret under military supervision. Military forces are already being shifted to CBP. My friend saw a Coast Guard agents. Read that again. Coast Guard agents working for CBP at this facility. If we do nothing... There will be blood on our hands. And now it comes down to the, really the brass tacks. If Pelosi does nothing, there will be blood on her hands and the hands of every Democrat who refuses to act and end this administration's reign. Reich, if you will. If this enrages you, devastates you, frightens you, share this thread, then call your member of Congress and read it to them. Then call Senator Pelosi and ask her why she sits silently by while our government does this. There's one way to stop it. Trump must be removed from power immediately and by any legal means, using every weapon at our arsenal. This is where we are, and this is who we are. Reality, look reality in the face. Don't look away. Fight like human life depends on it. It does. It does. It does. These are the people that love life, right? They love fetuses. They love a, bu- a bunch of cl- clumps of cells. But real life is happening. Th- what, what makes America great when this is what we're doing? The, the, the stain of World War II, we were supposed to be, this is the, the good war, was putting American, Japanese-American in, uh, in, into internment camps. And Trump harkens back to that as the glory days. And not only is he doing that again, he is exacerbating it. He, he is committing crimes against humanity on top of all the other crimes he's doing, including, I mean, another thing I wanted to get to tonight, but we only have five minutes, but which I want was, all, was Elaine Chow and Mitch McConnell, all the corruption that's, that, the, that is the feature, not a bug, of the, Republican, of the Republican Party. 
That's what. That's the only reasons Republicans get into power. They get. They're not in government to, as I say, help people, help the, promote the general welfare. That's not why they're there. They're there to do what Elaine Chow is doing, to siphon the, uh, to have access to cor- uh, nepotism. It's all of the uh, this meritocracy. What they're doing is rebuilding an, an intergenerational aristocracy that is, will, have, will run everything, own everything, and we will be powerless to do anything about it because they have corrupted government beyond repair. That's not democracy. They'll, they'll still say they love America. They'll still wear their American flag, their made-in-China American flag lapel pins, and they'll hump the flag on stage in front of, a, uh, in front of their Nuremberg rally of dupes. But well, I wonder, though, you know, unlike the Germans who now in, the, in, in modern Germany, which is now ironically a beacon of democracy, that where they teach children for, about the Holocaust. That you can't walk down the street in Berlin without a marker. This is where someone was taken into a concentration camp. This is where someone was shot against the wall. So they know their history, and they face it. Will we have the courage to face our, our crimes? No, I don't think so. If, not if we have Republicans in control, but we have, or conservatives, we have to do it if we if this country has any hope. All right. P.S. I've been I have been asked to tag AOC on this thread with an urgent plea that she read it. What is happening at the border mandates immediate action and revolt in the Democratic Party. P.P.S. My friend has photos of the facilities. This is real. It's America. It's right now. Last tweet. Please donate to. Well, uh, at R-A-I-C-E-S, Texas. Please do it immediately, and as much as you can, donate to the ACLU. Please fight against this administration with everything you've got. But it's not just, it's not just Trump. It's, yeah, we have to remove Trump, but the entire Republican Party is the problem. They need to be relegated to permanent minority status. That's the way it is. They're not meant to be a majority party. They need to be when they're in the minority. They're they're we could we could drag them along. We'll listen to them, you know. But if if we want to evolve and be a great country and do great things, and not send uh, uh, other people's children to die in another endless war of choice or whatever it be, to clean up the environment to have a sustainable environment and and have a uh, living wage where we have we're able to enjoy this this society not just working drones where you can have uh, you know retirement or community where you're not just uh, driving an uber uh, after you work your other uniquely American low-paying no benefit job you know what I mean? This is what we have to, this is why we're fighting. We have to put these Republicans, we have to back, you know, in the minority. Where they belong. They, have, they are not a majority party. They've, they've, been, they've been able to get this power by tickling racist funny bones and, do, and pulling all this bullshit 
against the least among us, against the, the vulnerable. Divide and conquer. That's what they do. The oldest tricks in the book. And we have to be better than that. So, all right, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Maybe I'll be here next week. I don't know if I'm in a mood. <sighs> I mean, I'm in a mood. So, um, do me a favor. Become a patron. Do all those things. Go to my Twitter page. You'll see that event, that Minds event. If you want to hang out, use the code to get a 15% off uh, the tickets. It should be a fun event. And what else? You know, as I always say, we stick together, we win. And remember, we are on the right side of history, but we got a long way to go. Never give up. I'll see you guys next week.